0: hello and welcome to the bees knees podcast we're your hosts ben and Brittany, and if you haven't already please download this episode
1: and make sure to check out the link in the description where you can find links to our socials and discord happy listening so this week i was making a tiktok about uh what song would uh break vecna's curse Mm -hmm. for me yeah um and i feel like it's been a really big thing stranger things um season four coming out and that, that was kind of a big plot point. Um, and a lot of people are just putting like goofy ass songs like WAP.
0: Yeah. We've talked about that before and stuff
1: like that. Um, so I made a TikTok, and you kind of helped me workshop it. Um, and my go to is take on me by aha, because there is not a song in existence that will get me, Dancing like a 40-year-old white woman at a <laughs> wedding for somebody she doesn't know. Like, take on me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a bop.
1: What uh, What song would be your your salvation from Vecna?
0: I don't have one song in particular. I just know that if it was Harry Styles, it would be a guaranteed, like, savior. <laughs> so, to go along with that, um, we kind of took over at work and changed the radio station. Like we have like a satellite radio, so it's not really radio radio. Yeah. Um, so there's no like commercials or anything like that. But we also tend to get into this one station where it's like the same really random songs that no one's ever heard of before except for the people that work there because we've been listening to them since <laughs> after christmas it has been on this station since after christmas
1: i feel that when i worked at a, I worked at a phone store and it was a, a loop of like the same 16 songs over yeah. and over
0: so anyway we took over today and we changed the radio station and this station played harry styles mm. and it wasn't even just his new radio song as it was it was one of the other ones like daylight or something so that was even more exciting because i i love the new album and i've been listening to it non-stop and so it's more exciting when it's not just the same one song that gets recognition but other songs are also getting recognition (laughs) because it's like oh my gosh this is a really good one too you guys and no one else knows it but i know it and anyway like you're in on it yeah one of my co-workers was saying about how they were just tired of music and that the radio always plays the same thing no matter what and even if you love a song It just gets overplayed so much that you end up not liking it. And then she said, like, even Harry Styles' new song, I'm kind of over it now because it's been so overplayed. And I was like, oh, no, not me. Like, I have that album on repeat daily. (laughs) Like, I'm not even kidding. Hook that shit up to me like it's an IV, and that's how I get through my day. (laughs) (laughs) So that just, like, affirms my answer that I think that if I was in a curse, a Vecna's curse... Harry Styles would be the guy to get me out.
1: <laughs> All right, but picture this. You're hanging up on a Vecnus Pillar. Uh, you're you're about to be deaded. And then uh, your friends slip headphones on in here. Stacey's mom <laughs> has got <laughs> it going. Oh, bam, 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 We like talking about movies and TV. Or TV and movies. Because we're the bee's knees. Oh, yeah.
0: To start off the episode, our newest d20 tradition roll the die let's see how this is gonna go i'm about to roll 15 not bad it's gonna be a an all right episode okay so speaking of like the song's getting you out of the curse and whatever yep we can talk about max's song running up that hill mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i saw a thing today and what's got me on this is because this song has been Trending all over the place, everywhere, and it also has joined in on the playlists of like modern, like recent music. So you'll have like Cardi B one second, Lizzo the next second, like The Weekend and all this stuff, and then you've got Kate Bush and Running Up That Hill in the next track. <laughs> and it's I'm here for it. I like the the diversity of the different eras of music coming together. Yeah, and I I do really enjoy that. But it me and my coworker were also talking about how it just has spiked in in the trends just and broken records on enormous, Spotify and stuff yeah. like that. And I found this, which blew my mind. It is like Kate Bush, who wrote, produced, and owns a hundred percent of the songwriting, publishing, licensing rights to running up that hill, is earning around one million dollars a week from a song that she produced in nineteen eighty-five because of the, su- the success in Stranger Things. That's almost
1: 40 years ago. I know. And, and it's then it just circles back around. And now
0: she's just getting the second wind of profits from this song. Jeez. I mean, it also is a bop. I really enjoy this song. And I just think it's so great and so inspiring because... I think, like, as a content creator, you're putting your stuff out there and you're just trying your best. And, like, I feel like it was maybe a one-hit wonder back in the 80s. And then now it's just come in full circle. And I don't know. Like, don't you think that's kind of inspiring to think the content you're putting out there now could still get recognition 40
1: years from now? Absolutely. So anybody who's listening to this in the year 2060, um, (laughs) thanks for listening. (laughs) But... Okay, you're saying it's so inspiring, but it's just like, imagine like, so if that were to happen to me, Mm -hmm. I would be 70 at that point. So it's just like, I'm a millennial, I'll never retire. So it's like in 40 years from now, just out of nowhere, millions a week. Yeah. It's just like, oh, thank God I can retire from the grocery store.
0: (laughs) You no longer have to be a grocery store greeter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's I be can honest I finally hang up that I am convinced that grocery stores and stores in general aren't going to be a thing it's all going to be online orders and you're going to have your groceries delivered to you
1: like do it
0: <laughs> like the whole shopping in-store experience I feel like is going to go extinct
1: Ah, uh, idea you have grocery like pre-made lists that you mm-hmm. can make that way, instead of going through an app and being like, I want this, I want this, I want this, you just be like, give me week one's groceries. Give me week three's groceries. Mm-hmm. That way you just don't have to do anything. <laughs> you make your grocery list once.
0: Honestly, I'm finding that we're just getting closer and closer to Sneedville. Reality. <laughs> We're just gonna have these little like broccoli shaped jellos.
1: Just jellos packed full of all of our nutrients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
0: that's just what food's gonna be.
1: Hearing got all that we need.
0: <laughs> it's gonna happen.
1: This week we've really just been uh just been catching up on our shows catching up, keeping up, with the shows that we have been watching week by week. Uh we st- I feel like th- these shows always start out strong because it's like, oh, it's the new hotness. Let's, let's like dive into it. And then as each episode comes out, it's like, that was good. Yeah, that was okay. Um, Obi-Wan this week was, it had kind of been doing that where it started out great because it was just new. And then it was just like, yeah, okay, but it's not the best. It's really, it's not the best show. It's just like, I'm glad it exists. Um, but this last episode had a couple scenes where it really brought me back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the flashback scenes. Which everybody on the internet is like complaining that they just look like old men. Yeah. Which they do. <laughs> but uh, like, who cares? It's giving like... It's the context. It doesn't matter. Like, you understand that that's not right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just those scenes where it's Anakin and Obi-Wan training in the in the temple. Yeah. Like, switching between what Obi-Wan is going through with the the reveal that pretty much everybody had guessed that Reva was one of the kids. Yeah. Um, it explained how she knew he was Anakin, and why he hasn't just killed her because she kind of kept that close to the chest. Uh, At least she thought she did Um, had the best Darth Vader scene Yeah. where he's just walking through and he sees the ship take off and he just pulls it down. Right. Like there is only one scene in all of star Wars that has a bigger display of the force. And that was in a video game that I'm not even sure is canon to the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Where Darth Vader has an apprentice, which is the main character. Um, but then you end up going against him. And there is one of those, you know those big like pizza shaped yeah. ships? Yeah, yeah. I only describe that because if I told you that it was a Star Destroyer, you'd be like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> but the one that looks like a pizza slice. Yeah. Um, and they're huge. And he pulls that out of the sky. mm mm-hmm. um, But Darth Vader doesn't do that one. He pulls this little ship out, and then he just rips it to shreds. Yeah. And, like, I love seeing Star Wars show off Star Wars stuff. Like, give me over-the-top lightsaber fights. Give me force powers. Like, when Darth Vader was just, du- like, juking out Reva yeah. in that lightsaber battle. Mm-hmm not even like breaking a sweat just casually stopping the blade (laughs) i love that darth vader didn't even find her a big enough threat to use his own lightsaber against her yeah he was like i am going to take yours and break it in half right (laughs) because you are not worth it (laughs) yeah and i mean in in the end he proved that that was true (laughs)
0: yeah like it was that whole thing like i don't know i felt like for you it felt a lot more impactful than it did for me like it was cool but i wasn't like really enthused about it (laughs) and even like seeing her get her ass handed to her was also like again very impressive like darth vader strong and scary but i don't know i just felt like why the whole time I was just kind of frustrated with her like yeah her and Obi-Wan had these moments where it was like okay we we both know that Vader needs to be stopped and together we have the best chance of doing that yeah and he Obi-Wan tells her like to attack him and she's like no like he'll kill me and like he's like no he'll be he'll be focused on me But then she attacks after he's already gone. I feel like the timing... for him
1: to be fully gone. Yeah, I'm
0: just thinking, like, is this miscommunication? Were you not understanding what he was saying? Did you just get too emotional and and prematurely attack when you were not at all equipped to do so? Yeah,
1: like, imagine if she had have attacked as he was pulling that ship down. Because then he would be like, do I... Let Obi-Wan go or do I split my focus mm-hmm. and try to deal with both?
0: See, even that, I feel like is not what he was meaning. I feel like he was meaning at a later date altogether, mm. not today. Like I I figured that she was supposed to keep up this ruse and continue to hunt Obi-Wan until a final showdown of some kind happened. At which point she then would turn on Darth Vader and he would be he would be fighting Obi-Wan in the middle fully focused on Obi-Wan and then she'd come out and make her surprise attack like I thought it was all meant to be in the flesh not Obi-Wan in a ship taken off and then I'm gonna (laughs) come and try and attack you like that's not how I interpreted him saying like he'll be focused on me
1: my uh, my favorite thing to come out of this episode was actually a meme. It was the the Wikipedia entry for the Grand Inquisitor. Mm. It was like the Grand Inquisitor from this year to this year. Um, and it was like a 20-year span. Then Reva, one year. And then Grand Inquisitor again that same year. Because she, she was the Grand Inquisitor for what, like four hours? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I also saw something that it was like a complaint about Reva being like too emotional and lets her emotions get the best of her and not really well thought out and all this stuff. And it's like, you're literally describing Anakin.
1: Like, do you do the people who make that complaint not know what the dark side is? The Jedi, they they don't allow their emotions to control them. Mm hmm the dark side is a lot more powerful because it is fueled by your emotions mm-hmm. but they have that rule of two because when you are ruled by emotions and are very powerful you are also volatile and aggressive yeah and there's a lot there was a lot of infighting
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it's like yes she is ruled by emotions and she is far too emotional Because she's a dark side user. Yeah. Like, Darth Vader, as well as... He is on this hate-fueled rampage to get Obi-Wan. Yeah. Just because he's a bit more calm about it.
0: Doesn't mean that he's still not emotional. Well, look at any of Anakin's outbursts. Like, seriously. (laughs) It's it's so cringy to watch his outbursts because of how man-childish it is. And I just, like can't stand
1: it yeah like there's the one where he just finished slaughtering the the tuscan Raiders, and he's like i slaughtered them like animals (laughs) (laughs) okay buddy
0: (laughs) we know you did uh i saw something else too where someone was complaining about star wars being political because of the whole you know yeah stupid people (laughs) And do you know where I'm going with this already? (laughs) It's like,
1: when was it not political?
0: Yeah. So basically, I found it again here. And it's a comic cover that was released in celebration for Pride Month. Okay. And someone replied to it saying, don't make Star Wars political. (laughs) To which the Star Wars Twitter account replied saying, queer characters existing isn't political and two star wars is literally in our name (laughs) then the person then another person replied and said one the politics beg to differ two descriptor of content not intent three you're a brand rep on a pc managing the twitter of a company you suck at marketing by alienating potential customers and four Star Wars is a Christian story. Anakin is space Jesus. Thus why it got wide appeal. And so then <laughs> the internet is like going nuts about this space Jesus thing. And uh, and then I saw something that was really funny that went along with this like in reaction to this. Mm-hmm. It was just like if you're comparing and calling Anakin space Jesus, You both misunderstood the Bible and Star
1: Wars. (laughs) This is a guy who straight up walked into a temple and cut down children.
0: Yes. Like,
1: Like in this last, like a couple episodes, snapped a kid's neck.
0: I feel like this person also just like must not know that like Anakin is Darth Vader. Darth Vader is the main villain. Like, this is a do guy who know read that?
1: the spark notes of Star <laughs> Wars. And it's just like, yeah, that's a story. I could get behind
0: Because it. <laughs> it's just like, do, do you, like, I just, I don't understand the parallel. <laughs> I, I really am trying hard to see where they saw that connection. My, and I'm failing.
1: My favorite part is all these. He had that one line. It's just like, you're a PR person. Like, don't, like, alienate a potential market base. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't alienate me alienate them
0: yeah like
1: (laughs) piss off you bigot (laughs) (laughs) next week is the obi-wan finale Mm -hmm. so i mean we're gonna be able to wrap up all of our feelings about it with a nice little bow yeah um one thing i've noticed with this show and shows in general that they give us week at a time yeah is in like episode one or two where there's kind of this seems to be a plot hole or a it's really just a plot hook Mm -hmm. um people on the internet complain about it constantly and i'll admit i kind of got taken up with some of my concerns yes i wasn't as malicious as a lot of people online have been. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, as the show is coming to an end, most of those concerns have been dealt with. Yeah. And it's just convinced me that like, as much as I love these episodic shows rather than bingeable shows, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if people can handle them anymore. Yeah. Because, like, that used to just be how it was. And if there was something you didn't understand, you just had to wait for it. Yeah. But we've all just become so accustomed to just, like...
0: Knowing everything.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, here's a question. I can just Google that and know the answer right now.
0: People are just very passionate. (laughs) And they feel a lot of things. And those feelings are real. (laughs) But time will tell.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But people don't want to wait and like the amount of shit i saw about the grand inquisitor dying but he comes back later in the canon and like i had mentioned like they said yeah. we're gonna stick to canon well now we know he is alive like
0: well with stuff like that i don't understand why people are so quick to be like well actually he comes later in canon so um how could he be dead now well <laughs> guess what he's not like you can put two and two together yeah like yeah you saw him get stabbed but this is star wars and he likely just had a bath and now he's fine (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) that's how star wars works you just take a nice long (laughs) bath and you come back
1: great oh i love like as coming from somebody who does not watch a lot of star wars and doesn't really like care (laughs) having that be the takeaway i love
0: it (laughs) just take you've had a rough day take a long bath
1: you got stabbed take a bath
0: (laughs) (laughs) you'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) but it. so but me i would get that right yeah so if you are a true and true star wars fan you should know right
1: that like just because
0: you saw someone get stabbed Yeah. I mean, when before Anakin became Darth Vader, he was in way rougher shape.
1: We saw Darth Maul get cut in half and fall down a garbage chute. Yeah. And he came back for like seven seasons of a TV show. So
0: basically, just don't get too hasty with your emotions. If you think something and you feel something, just sit with it for a while and don't get so heated about it. Maybe have some nice conversation with fellow fans hear what they have to say and then ultimately you have to wait for the show to provide the answers for you
1: don't let your emotions control you for <laughs> that is a path to the dark side
0: oh, I love it moving from one emotional fan base <laughs> to another we're going to Marvel now yeah Ms. Marvel to be exact <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was a terrible segue <laughs> I
0: quite enjoyed it Um, Yeah, so I really enjoyed this episode Every single episode that we have seen I just like more and more I think it's so cute And charming And relatable The amount of fun. times I
1: turned to you and I was like Was that relatable to you?
0: And I'm like, yeah, actually <laughs> it was
1: I, uh, yeah I really love this show in general And it's kind of disappointing because most of the Marvel TV shows kicked off with like 1.8 or 1.5 million households watching in the first week. Right. Ms. Marvel's only had 775,000 in its -hmm. first week. Yeah. So it's like half of the rest. But like, it's probably in my top three of the TV shows.
0: I... What are your theories as to why that might be? Because the only thing I can think of is that she's a new character.
1: She came out with, like, she, her premiere episode came out the same, it's airing the same day as Obi-Wan. Yeah. Which has some of the highest so, watch rates.
0: So again, this is just going back to Disney's main flaw being that they release everything on the same day yes they need to space things out to give things a fair chance
1: yeah because for us on a wednesday night or thursday if we're busy on wednesday we'll just sit watch both of these shows yeah but there's clearly a lot of people who are just like well i don't want to watch tv for hours who does that (laughs) um and they just watch one yeah so they've picked obi-wan
0: right or they probably watch one and then maybe they're too tired they've work early the next day and then exactly. maybe they intend to watch it at a later date but then life gets in the way and we know how that is yeah see i was wondering if it was because she's a new character on screen that she doesn't have the the fandom already like loki does and like wanda did and those yeah, shows I that mean, i it's thought
1: possible but moon knight is also like the the second or third highest watched.
0: Yeah, but Moon Knight still like even though this was his first on screen appearance, I feel like he still, St- still has Oscar Isaac. Yeah, still Oscar <laughs> Isaac, and he's still Moon Knight is still well known enough. I feel like Ms. Marvel is pretty.
1: But it's got Marvel in the name. <laughs>
0: I, I know. I'm just saying. That's my theory. Yeah.
1: I The only thing I can think of is it's the same day as Obi-Wan. Yeah. Just like poor scheduling.
0: Maybe a bit of both. Mm. Maybe it's a bit of both of our theories. But yeah.
1: I'm really liking this show. I think it's, just, it's so fun. hmm Like... There's a like I've said last week, there's a lot of stuff I don't relate to, but I have fun watching it. Like yeah. it's just so like Plus there was a, there was a a like song and dance. Yes. Cutaway in this episode which I found to be
0: adorable. <laughs> I was grinning. I thought it was so cute and again very relatable to how you're feeling like I remember certain things about our relationship early on because we met as teenagers and it was the same sort of thing and it's very it's cute and it's realistic and I think that even if you're not actually dancing the way she's dancing and carrying on you feel that way on the inside (laughs) and the way it was executed was still really well done and i saw something that's that called it out for being cringy and i outright disagree with that there have been a few things that are super cringe like the wanda's kids singing that weird ass (laughs) fucking ice cream song i don't know that was unbelievable unbelievably cringy this i did not feel that i feel like the way they executed it was very tasteful Very relatable
1: and just cute as hell. It really made you feel that kind of like puppy love, schoolyard crush. Mm -hmm. Like that made me feel like a teenage girl in love.
0: Yeah, see, it's relatable. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It reminds me of me when we were young and in love.
1: Oh, (laughs) it's nice. I also really liked some of the uh, the subplots in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, like her friend Nakia is running for like the board of the mosque or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it sparked because she wants change. The women's section isn't great. Mm-hmm. Uh, her shoes keep going missing, <laughs> which is funny because later in the episode yeah. when Kamala is saving the kid from falling in the tower Mm -hmm. he's wearing her shoes yeah the kid she saved is the shoe thief yeah and i'm just like as soon as i saw that online i saw a tweet with that it's just like man should have let him drop
0: (laughs) (laughs) for stealing the shoes i do want to know why the hell was he hanging out the window like that to begin with
1: he was doing it for the gram
0: was he is that what that was? Yeah, he was like I thought pic- he was watching something. No, he was like
1: taking pictures at the window or something like that. And then he fell. Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'd
0: probably do the same thing.
1: Um, then there's like <laughs> Kamala gets a crush, which is, I guess, part of the main plot. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she meets this guy. Turns out they have a lot in common, which turns out that was planned on his part. Yeah. Um but then like they go out and i loved the scene where her brother is outside the coffee shop yeah and comes in and they have to play like oh this is our cousin and then he's like he puts on like an actual like accent Mm -hmm. and plays it off like oh i was just doing a bit i've been watching a lot of movies lately yeah and like just the the tension But in kind of this like quirky, awkward way.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it really, it really picks up on the teen awkwardness. Yeah. Which I, again, it's very relatable and it seems so genuine and authentic that I really like.
1: I don't care how cool you were as a teenager. You were awkward as fuck. (laughs) Every single one of us.
0: Yeah, I also really liked the whole dynamic with Bruno And how he's kind of being left behind, third-wheeled. Like, am I just trying to make something there that isn't there? Or is he crushing on Kamala?
1: Oh, absolutely. Exactly.
0: Okay. That's what I was gathering from this. And, like, he's the one that's been supporting her. He lifts her up. They're best friends. They have a great relationship. And then he's just watching her be, like, head over heels, like, starstruck about this handsome man and he feels kind of left behind and it's sad
1: yeah it's sad but she also owes him nothing
0: oh i didn't say she did
1: okay it's just like i feel like it's gonna fall into that like
0: oh but i've loved you
1: forever trope
0: i don't think so i didn't like i didn't think that i think that it is it again it shows that relatable thing where i feel many people have had a moment where they have had a crush on a friend and it's not reciprocated and like moving past that and it's hard and it's sad for you but again like learning that like they don't owe you anything and that you are just friends and moving past those strong relations or those feelings and learning how to manage those emotions Mm. is what I was enjoying because, again, I felt that that's very authentic to teenagers.
1: Yeah. I never had a crush on a friend. I did have a crush on a friend's guitar, though, because <laughs> it was a really nice guitar.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't have to let you play with it.
1: he, didn't <laughs> but he you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so then we have the final... Like jaw dropping moment of when she's running away from like the feds or whatever after she saves this shoe thief.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because it's the, so it's the same guy from the Spider Man movie. Yeah, that uh, kind of damage control operative who deals with the drones and stuff. And it's they they're really taking full advantage of those drones because mm-hmm. it's just straight up using this like. What's it called when the government takes your stuff? I don't know. The government taking stuff, drones, from Tony Stark, and he's just like shamelessly using it to just... What is he doing, hunting down super-abled people? I don't know. Friggin' sketchy I don't really
0: know what their motive is yet or like why they're doing what they're doing
1: I'm sure they're going to be like we're just looking out for the common folk because if there's people with powers who are using it recklessly you could hurt people yeah but it's just like but if they don't try they'll never be superheroes yeah and then when Thanos attacks you'd have no one good job damage control you killed half the universe
0: Okay, so anyway, she gets saved by her crush as she's running away from the feds after she just saved her first save, by the way. Like, well, I guess the the influencer girl, I forget her name, is was her first save.
1: You never forget your first.
0: But this is also relatively... First, because she didn't know her powers when she did her actual yeah. first save. This one was her first, like intentional. I have powers. I'm gonna go do this thing.
1: First on purpose save.
0: Yeah. And uh, and I feel like there's a lot of like adrenaline and emotion with that. And then you're getting chased by the government, and it's just like, what the hell? I'm still on a high, and I almost just mess that save up in front of a whole crowd of like my friends, my family, my community. What a mess. <laughs> and uh, and then she gets saved by her knight in shining armor, who is her uncle?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what a fucking night for this poor child.
1: Yeah, turns around and her, like, great-grandma or something like that is in the back seat.
0: Yes. And what I was just... I still am having issues processing this (laughs) because, like I'm saying, how much of this happened just bam, bam, like one after the other. Yeah. Like having that moment of saving the kid, then almost not saving the kid because you are getting haunted by your great grandmother and unanswered questions that you have and getting Mm -hmm. caught up in your own head, then escaping and then getting chased then getting saved by your crush, and then immediately finding out that the whole thing was a setup, he's not really into you because he's related to you, and that's (laughs) wrong.
1: It's like a roller coaster of emotions, and I just hate cotton candy. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know what to think. I'm, I'm... I'm wanting answers, and I know that this next episode is going to provide those answers because of how it left off. Like, how could you not? But it's been a really hard week for me, just having (laughs) that be the ending, and that's all I can think about.
1: Well, soon enough. Soon enough, we can watch the next episode, and we can be patient, Internet. (laughs) We do not need to be ruled by our emotions. We do not need to criticize everything that's coming up have patience. Yeah.
0: It's very hard though. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't even think I could come up with anything to critique. The only thing that I have seen that was a criticism of this last episode was that some people felt her little dance number was cringe. I just outright disagree with that. And that's all I've really seen. Everything else has been positive.
1: Yeah.
0: Which maybe that also comes from Less people viewing it Like half the numbers You get less people being like This sucks And you just get more of the appreciative people That want to be seeing it
1: Yeah It's possible I think that the numbers are really going to take off Because it is It is a really spectacular show Mm -hmm. Um, That being said However good it is I'm kind of excited for the show itself To be like finished uh, Because then it'll be time to watch Thor
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also saw something that Chris Hemsworth has apparently said That this may be his last Thor movie
1: Chris Hemsworth has said like the <laughs> He said that the last few things he's been in Could be the last time he plays Thor Yeah Because he went from that like eight movie deal To now just signing movies on independently Right Which I think Marvel has shifted to in general To get away from like Oh well this character is going to be in this big storyline And this is in this Um, So rather than being like Yeah I'm playing Thor at least four more times He's just like I don't know if I'm going to be Thor anymore But he also said he would love to And as long as they keep asking him to play it He will do it
0: Yeah I guess the other reason too that it's probably good that they're just signing one at a time is to likely save and cover their own butts in case something happens that they're like no nope, you just lost this with us we're not <laughs> we're just gonna not have you as this person anymore because that's a very like Disney thing to do yeah so I feel like that's also why they're probably doing that
1: yeah when like oh. when you say that out loud It kind of makes me wonder how, like, Samuel L. Jackson has been, like, such a, like, a foundational rock Mm -hmm. for this. Because he's, like, such a big advocate for just, like, the phrase motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, he hasn't, he's not a problematic person, though. That's true. Like, I feel like this is more to prevent...
1: Any scandal type things yeah kind of yeah yeah
0: (laughs) and also if you just happen to piss them off because you call them out on their shit and they don't like that then (laughs) they can be like all right bye
1: they learn very quickly from their (laughs)
0: mistakes so they're just like preventing that just just in case like just letting everybody know like we've only signed you on for this thing so don't do anything stupid
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah. So I'm. I'm so excited for Thor to come out. Mm-hmm. Um. Ever since Taika Waititi got his little rock covered Korg fingers all over the franchise. Yeah. It's just gotten so much better than it started out as. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, I feel like they tried to make Thor too broody, and yeah. like they didn't play his. I don't know his ignorance right. Because, yeah. like, when he came onto Earth and he doesn't know Earth norms and human norms, right? Yeah. And he, like, slams the glass on the ground. And was like, another. Like, those things that are great for Thor to have, those are good characteristics of his. But they didn't know how to play it properly. And I feel like it just ended up being, like, this is just this idiot.
1: Idiot tough Beefcake. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just... <laughs> Doing his thing on Earth yeah. and falling in love and stuff.
1: One of my favorite kind of bits is the uh, the alien, foreign, kind of far traveler, Thor, where he comes and he drinks the coffee and it's good and he smashes the cup because yeah. that's just his tradition. Right. It reminds me of like Starfire, where she's just like she comes to Earth and she's so unaware of all the customs. Yeah. And so she does her customs and they're just odd and bizarre. Yeah. And it's great. And Taika Waititi really is great with that. And I feel like all of the projects he works on kind of have that uniqueness because he's a very unique fellow.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he is able to direct in a way that it's displaying the character's depth while still having that quirky, goofy, funny aspects to it, but yeah. not just like, look at this idiot. <laughs> Which is kind of how he was portrayed in all of the non action scenes, I felt in the first couple Thor movies. It was yeah. just like he was just kind of a dummy who was just power hungry and didn't understand anything and was very ignorant and didn't care to learn. And he had his moments of learning, especially with Jane, obviously. But for the most part, he was just a very linear character. And Taika Waititi has taken him and made him have a personality that comes through and have depth and have all these different angles and thought processes and quirks and things that just work so well with the actor and the character and the story.
1: Yeah. So... (laughs) There's the scene in the trailer for Love and Thunder where Star-Lord is talking about the people you care about and mm-hmm. Thor leans in. Yes, yeah. Could you imagine that in the first movie? No.
0: <laughs> like, it just would not have worked out well. And, yeah, I just... There's just so many things, like, especially in the in the writing as well, in the script, that the jokes and the delivery is done so well that even if they had the same jokes they wouldn't have been delivered in the same way and then they would have just been cringe. Yeah. If in the first two movies and how they were made and directed as opposed to Taika Waititi's style. So I feel like it's just it's gotten so much better and Thor as a character is just so much more enjoyable to watch.
1: Absolutely. Because of it. Absolutely. What uh there's a lot of TV coming out soon.
0: Yeah, we've got Only Murders in the Building coming out soon. Season, season 2. two. Yeah. So we're going to binge season one again to kind of remind us what happened. I feel like we ended with some theories and I have no idea what those theories (laughs) are. I could always go back and and listen to our episode that we made on that to kind of remember what our theories were. Why would we do that
1: when we could just watch a whole series again?
0: They're only a half hour, like a half hour episode. So it wouldn't take long at all.
1: Yeah, and then we have the powerhouse month of August coming up, mm-hmm. which is has so many TV shows. We have Andor, which is a Star Wars show. It's, uh, I'm hoping is about like, like smugglers and like shady folk running from the Empire and stuff. Uh, there's She Hulk, yeah, which we've already discussed. Uh, house of Dragons, I think it's called, which is like a Targaryen house. Game of Thrones prequel
0: yeah which I think I saw that Jon Snow will be in I'm pretty sure okay. I saw that uh
1: Kit Harington is yes going to has be
0: been recast yeah
1: I mean he didn't end great yeah thanks to the writing of the last season but he was still so a hope- very well hopefully he can like do more good for the character
0: well he was a very well-loved character until the final season yeah which is no
1: fault of his own
0: exactly so i feel like the audience is going to be happy to have him back i wonder like are they gonna have i haven't heard anything about other cast members i have
1: no idea about anything all i know is it's a game of thrones like prequel story Mm -hmm. i think
0: yeah, I, so. I, I honestly wasn't even aware of it until a couple days ago when I saw the Kit Harrington thing. Huh. So.
1: Well, while we wait for all of those awesome shows and movie to come out, um, everybody who's listening should hop into our Discord, follow us on Instagram. You know where to find the link. You can tell us what TV show you're looking forward to the most. What are you re-watching to make sure you're ready for season two of it? And... What song would save you from Vecna's Curse?
0: While you're in the Discord as well, I love me some memes. <laughs> and if you want to just throw in some dank memes <laughs> into the Discord, you are more than
1: welcome. Do it. Do it. The <laughs> danker the better.
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us this week at the Bees Knees Podcast. Please, if you haven't already, download this episode, maybe even recommend us to a friend And we will talk to you next week.